Life Church presents the Truth Unveiled podcast with Pastor Chris Barhorst and Jace Fitzhands. We seek to reveal the truth of God's Word so you can apply it to your life. Praise the Lord and welcome to Truth Unveiled with Jason Chris. We're excited because we're going to talk today what, about the, what the Apostle Paul said in Galatians chapter 4 of how he travailed in birth again until Christ would be formed in those believers. Mm. Powerful. You know, uh, as we do this, so many people think that because they've accepted Jesus that and, and if they are legitimately born again, that auto- automatically that means that that's it. They're done. Well, it's true that in your born again spirit, you're complete. Colossians 2.10. You're one with him. 1 Corinthians 6.17. But when Paul travailed in birth until Christ was formed in them, he was talking to believers. So that must mean Mm. there's more to you and I than just our spirit, man. We must have other parts such as a soul, mind, will, and emotions, and also a physical body. Any thoughts there? Hmm. So if we have a uh, mind, will, emotions, a soul, and, um, and, and we also have a spirit and we also have a, a body, well, how does all of that work together? How well, do you um, put all those together to work in uh, the, the form that Christ had made it? Well, this is what Paul was travailing in birth, and we're going to look at it here in Galatians chapter 4. Uh, uh, Christ being formed in us was that is that uh, who we are in the spirit would take on its proper form in our soulish realm, mm. in our mind, in our thinking. In other words, that Christ like character would be manifesting in their life. And in fact, I'm going to read this to you and then we're going to back up uh, uh, in Galatians chapter four and verse 19. It says, in, uh, my little children of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. In other words, till he takes on, until your soulish realm, your emotional realm, your thinking, your reason takes on the character of Christ. That's what he's mm. saying. And and uh, you, if you have any comments there, because I'm going to. No, no, go. Look keep at, going. Look, look at this. If you understand what's going on in the book of Galatians, in the book of Galatians, these were these were people that had received the gospel of grace, which is the gospel by grace through faith. They were born again. But there was these legalists that had entered in known as Judaizers, and they were teaching the people that, yes, Jesus is fine, but you need more than just Jesus. Galatians mm. 3, 3 says, are you so foolish? You begun in the spirit trusting Christ. Do you now attain your goal through human effort or are you now perfected in the flesh through your own strength? And he's saying that that's that's really polluting the gospel of Christ. And, mm. and Paul yeah. took off the gloves in the book of Galatians. <laughs> Man, man, we, we often, I, I have often, uh, taken my own, um, I, I say it this way, um, as I, uh, start to talk about this is I will take something that happened in the spirit and I'll try to finish it in my flesh. Yeah. And, and what Paul is trying to say here is don't do that. Yeah. Stop. What what begins in the spirit, you must continue in the spirit. So uh, what can what begins with Christ, mm. meaning His death, His burial, and resurrection for us, um, it begins there. But it stays. But there. it stays there and continues yeah. on through your life yeah. until it's completely formed yeah. inside of you, and to to start at His. At, at his sacrifice for you and then and then say, you know what, I got it from here. Right. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah. 
and you see this all the time. You see Christians that are keeping feast days for righteousness and all these other things. If you want to celebrate a Seder meal and, and look at the Passover and how it points to Jesus, who is the Passover, First mm-hmm. Corinthians 5, yes. 7, in the New Covenant, the substance, that's fine. But if you're going to keep the feast days, or for example, for righteousness, you're missing the point. In other yes. words, it's not what you do. It's why what you do what you do. In fact, Paul even said that right here in, in the same chapter, Galatians chapter four and verse 10, he said, you observe days and months and times and years. Verse 11, I am afraid of you. I'm afraid for you, lest I have bestowed labor upon you in vain. In other words, you're not accepting Jesus in fullness. Colossians 2, 6 says the same way or as you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk ye in him powerful stuff. Mm. So these Judaizers, these legalists were coming in and counterfeit or, or mixing grace with law keeping for right standing with God. And Paul said it was mm-hmm. another gospel yeah. in Galatians one six. Yeah. And, and he was not, not very happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you received it freely, Chris, we have to continually walking in the free gift, not trying to earn anything. It's Absolutely. when we stop uh, receiving and start to earn uh, or trying to earn, that's when we get into that place of uh, yeah. not walking as we received. And you know, and the, and the thing of it is, is we have received it all. We have the fullness Everything. in our spirit. Everything. But we need to renew our mind to it. And, mm-hmm. and we, when, we, when we say receiving, because it talks in Romans 5, 17, about receiving, present tense in Greek, the abundance of grace and gift of righteousness, mm. You reign in life by one Jesus Christ. That receiving is receiving out of surplus. What's a full, what's a full yes. reality in our spirit, man, our born again spirit, mm-hmm. not a receiving out of deficit. And mm-hmm. these Judaizers were basically teaching, yes, you're saved by, by what Jesus did, but that's not enough. You need to add certain tenets of the law. And Paul said this was a completely different gospel. And boy, mm. it goes on today at unprecedented levels. I've heard people teach all kinds of stuff from the old covenant. We don't deny the old covenant, but we teach it through the filter of the cross. We rightly divide it. We don't reject it, but we rightly divide it. In Galatians 4, this is interesting. He talks about these Judaizers. And in first of all, in verse 16, he says, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth. <laughs> Boy, that's something. We can camp there. <laughs> but but he says this in the next verse. He says, they zealous. Well, I'm going to read it from the NIV. These Those people, the Judaizers, are zealous to win you over, but for no good. What they want is to alienate you from us so that you may have zeal for them. Wow. Mm. That's what the Judaizers are, were doing. They were trying to alienate these Galatian Christians from Paul and his company so as to influence them and raise up mm. disciples after themselves, which Acts chapter 20 speaks of. Man. Very dangerous. And, you know, I'm, I don't know how much time we got, but I'm, there's so much more here. The antidote to this deception is Christ being formed in me. In other words, growing up in Christ, growing up in the understanding of what I received when I received Jesus. That's the antidote yeah. to grow in grace Man. and in the knowledge of our Lord so, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Another way that I would like to say it would be the unveiling yes. of Christ in Absolutely. you. The unveiling of who we are because of Christ in us. Because all of Christ has been formed within us, but it's it's until it's not until it's unveiled um, that we, when we 
take faith into God's grace as given to us, that it begins to manifest right. into our into the natural life, into the things that we do. Yes. Uh, it, it's it's taking faith and saying, I'm going to believe because I have seen the faithfulness of God. I have seen his faithfulness. I'm going to believe that his ability is good or sufficient enough for me. Amen. And it will begin when we do that, it will begin to manifest little by little sometimes and, and sometimes very rapidly. Yeah. Uh, but it's all dependent upon how much we believe in what he says is truth. That's right. You know, that, that's why in, in, for example, in Hebrews chapter four and verse 11, it says we labor not to earn, but to enter that rest, Mm -hmm. lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief, unbelief in what, not in the existence of God, but in the work of Christ. And then you get back here in Galatians uh, chapter four, where he said, they want to isolate you from us so they, that they can you will follow them. Verse 18, he says, it's good to be zealously affected always in a good thing. And not only when I am present with you. And then he said the verse 19, which we started with my little children, I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Verse 20, I desire to be present with you and to change my voice for I stand in doubt of you. And then verse 21, this is big. Yes. Tell me you that desire to be under the law. Do you not hear the law? I think it's the Amplified Classic says, tell me you that are bent on being under the law. In other words, if you're going to merit your righteousness, Romans 4, 4 says, now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. In other words, if you're going to merit or earn righteousness, you're going to have to be absolutely perfect Mm -hmm. in word and thought and deed. Yeah. And so, but here's what I'm I'm after. And then he starts talking about Abraham had two sons. Notice (laughs) it's the same father. Yep. That's big. Two sons. And it says the one by the bondmaid and the other by the free woman. This is talking about Sarah and Hagar. Mm-hmm. And it says, and, and Isaac and Ishmael. But he that was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh or according to the flesh. But he of the free woman was by promise. Now look at this. Verse 24. Or it says, which things are an allegory. This is fascinating. We're going to say something really big here. For these are the two covenants. The one from Mount Sinai, which which genders or produces bondage, which is Hagar. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answereth to Jerusalem. Notice it's an allegory, Mm -hmm. which now is and is in bondage with their children. But the Jerusalem, which is above, is free. Heavenly Jerusalem, Mount Zion, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, and it says, Rejoice thou barren. But look, look down, it says, in verse 28, now we brethren as Isaac was are the children of promise, but here's what I'm after. But as then, this is what I'm after. He that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit. Even so it is now. Now let's just Mm. stop there. Remember I made this same father, Abraham, different mother. Yep. One of them speaks of law and the other one speaks of grace, new covenant. Yeah. And you know what I've observed? The ones that persecute you the most, at least it's been my experience, are religious people, legalistic people. Are they born again? Well, it says, you know, in this case, the same father, I believe many of them are, if not all, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is that when you preach the new covenant, a lot of times the people that will come against you are professing Christians. I have seen it. I have seen it time and time again. Yep. Amen. Amen. It's a sad thing. Go ahead. So um, having... 
realizing that you're born of all of us are born of Adam, right? Correct. But but uh, some of us are living under the the covenant of Hagar, yeah. <laughs> instead of the covenant uh, with uh, um, oh my goodness, help Sarah. me, Chris, from <laughs> Sarah, yeah. uh, Sarah, the new you covenant. Know? Um, yes, and, and, uh, under the new covenant, right? And so it's. We, I, I said this the other day to you uh, because it was just a fascinating thing from uh, when we were listening to uh, Chad Gonzalez that, oh my goodness, I really am a son yep. of the Most High God. Mm-hmm. I really am His Son. Yep. And when I realize that I'm His Son, I can also believe, yep. when, I, when I believe truly that I am His Son, I can believe truly that I am worthy of all the things that he wants to give me because I was born into it, born into it. Why? Because of Jesus, because I was first formed from Hagar, but brought into the covenant of Sarah based upon the, the, what Jesus, what Jesus did on the cross as the ultimate sacrifice that brought me into the proper covenant. Absolutely. And, and, and believing upon that covenant is how Christ is formed in you. Yep. And that's the whole, that's the whole key is Christ being formed in you. I'm stunned sometimes at the ignorance in the body of Christ. I'm not trying to be critical. I'm just being honest. Mm -hmm. But the good news is we can change that. The key to ignorance, I mentioned it earlier when, when Peter was talking about deception and at the end of his second Peter in, in, in the very end, he, he lists, you know, he warns against falling from your own steadfastness. He's talking to believers, but he gives the antidote in verse 18, the last verse of second Peter three. And he says, but grow increase yes. in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and yeah. savior, Jesus Christ mm-hmm. to him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Mm-hmm. So what is the key to grow in our understanding of what we already have in Christ and to see that it's a free gift. I mean, the gospel, the gospel was not the gospel. If you have to earn it, mm-hmm. the gospel's the gospel of grace. It's grace yeah. as yeah. What, what scripture says. It's the mm-hmm. revelation of Jesus Christ. That's the gospel. But see, people want to add to that. You know, we obtain by inheritance. We do not obtain by merit. Mm. And that's what was going on in Galatians. They said, yeah, you know, Jesus is great. But if you really want to be righteous, you're going to have to do this or do that. Circumcision was a yep. big deal back yep. then. And, and, uh, but whatever form it takes, it denies Christ. It's antichrist. We'll have to get into that sometime. Yeah. I call it the, the two faces of antichrist. Antichrist is a spirit. You know, I, I, I think I, you're absolutely right. And I think I have th- just this epiphany. I was thinking about, as we're talking about this, my, my children, uh, my oldest child, I, I was telling her like, Hey, there's these things that are going on in your life that I see that are not doing well for you. And, and I want to help you, uh, tell you what's, what's wrong and how to fix it or how to walk in a manner that's going to help you. And, and when I hear her response, I know that, man, she's just going to have to learn the hard way. And she, she, she doesn't really hear me because all that, and this is what I found out through conversation with her. I'm like, it's because she's only hearing what's wrong instead of the solution I'm also giving her. Right. And what happens with our relationship with God is, is he he chastises, corrects us. And when when he's correcting us, 
so, uh, so many times we just hear what's wrong instead of seeing the full picture mm. because when he corrects us, mm. he also gives us the, the answer Absolutely. To, to how to walk. And and we miss the answer because we're so focused upon con- what was brought out to begin with. We got to condemn Man, heart. Yes. Con- condemnation mm-hmm. filters on our heart. Wow. This is why it's difficult, I've discovered in the body of Christ many times, to challenge people, say, for example, to a prayer life, which is not a legal, it's mm-hmm. it's not some legalistic ritual. A prayer is an invitation to fellowship with the Lord. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, to and it's got concludes petitions and praise and worship and on and on. But my point is if you if if you people have condemnation filters on their heart, they won't hear it the right way. Because mm-hmm. they, they they always hear it as what they're not doing instead as an invitation to enter in what Jesus has already Amen. done. And, yes. and that's a yeah. big deal. The yeah. Bible says in first John three twenty. but if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Then, and it goes on and says, beloved, if our heart condemns us not, then have we confidence towards God. That's Amen. awesome. But see the, the key is understanding Romans eight, one, that if you're in Christ, there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ. Amen. But see, even the end of that verse and for those who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And I realize some translations don't have that. I get it. But but even that, if you understand those who walk not after the strength of the flesh, not after their own merit, but after what's true in the spirit. I mean, it, it's actually liberating. Mm. But once again, it's difficult because of the condemnation condemnation filters that so many people have. Yeah. The gospel's not about what you do for God. It's about what he did for you. But mm. when you get a revelation of what he did for you, what you do for God will change and it'll be a fruit of the spirit, not a work of the flesh. Amen. Amen. Well, that is an absolutely good word, Chris. Um, I pray that everybody uh, listening today uh, sees what Christ has done for you and allows him to be f- fully formed into your spirit uh, so that it may manifest in your everyday life. We uh, thank you for listening and we bless you in the name of Jesus. Uh, And you guys have a wonderful week and Merry Christmas. Yes. God bless. Thank you for listening to Truth Unveiled. You can find our podcasts on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Amazon Music, and more, or by going to tlchurch.us slash resources.